And I'm Quinn. And uh, today we'll be doing three different dogs today. I will be doing the German short-haired pointer. I'll be doing the pug. And I will be doing the Calavera King Charles Spaniel. That's a long name. Don't yeah, that. we're just going to call it a King Charles Spaniel here, because that's how it's most commonly known. Okay, so the German short-haired pointer, or GSP, is a medium to large sport- sporting breed native to Germany. It's a very uh, skinny dog with floppy ears. It's very smart, friendly, and um, it's one of, most, one of the top ten most popular dog breeds. Um, yeah, the the oh, the GSP, should we call it that, can uh, can be up to, from anywhere from twenty three to twenty five inches tall for both um, with both uh, blah, 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 both genders. Uh, it can weigh anywhere between 55 to 70 pounds. The coat is short and thin. Uh, like, yes, very, very light. Um, so the coat color can be made from solid liver, like, like a reddish brown, liver and white, liver wrong, or liver and ticked. It can, it, the lifespan is, can be anywhere from 12 to 14 years. It's a very intelligent and um, active dog. It is not hyperallergenic, so it does shed. It does originally come from Germany. Um, so the German short-haired pointer really loves people. It is very friendly, very kid-friendly, kind of pet-friendly depending on the relationship is between the pets. It needs a lot of exercise. Uh, it is very playful. It has a lot, a lot of energy. It's very trainable, very smart, has a uh, medium tendency to bark, so it will bark a little bit more than a normal dog would, and it does shed quite a bit. Uh, so, let's see, what else is here? Uh, so, com- the common health problems for the uh, German short-haired pointer uh, can be hip and elbow dysplasia, um, this can, ca- this can cause pain when moved around, and they may require surgery in severe cases. Epilepsy uh, causes seizures, and seizures aren't fun. Cancer, the dog can get cancer. Um, it can get uh, some type of, some, most types of bone cancer. Uh, has, it can get Addison's disease. It, um, okay, so it does, it affects your dog's adrenaline glands. Progressive renal atrophy. This condition. Oh, it, oh, it's a retina. Oh man, that's, that must be painful. That does lead to blindness. Blindness. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it for the German short-haired pointer. Gabby, I think you're next. Eee! Uh, okay. <laughs> the pug is a small big dog, breed from but it's. But short and smooth coat. The height can be up to 10 to 13 inches. It can weigh up to 4 to 18 pounds. As I said, their coat is smooth and it's short. The coat color they can come in is flan and black. Their lifespan is 13 to 15 years. And they are really sweet and playful. And they are not hyperallergenic. And as I said, they originated from China. Some problems that the pug can have 
uh i don't know how to pronounce this and i don't want to search it up yeah <laughs> it's just do your best <laughs> uh, br- Bry Hopatella symptom. 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 Okay, we're just going with that. Technically, it's a breathing problems and overheating due to their flat face. Uh, they can have eye problems such as dry eyes, and they can also have allergies and other skin conditions or skin skin conditions or issues. Um, pugs are pretty good for like, for like families that have kids since they're like really sweet and playful. And you technically, a pug's exercise would be roughly an hour, an hour per day. And then you can like walk it, you can do some fun sports. And pugs also love practicing with the humans in dog sports. Since, uh, pugs have a short coat. It's short coat for their short coat. They um, it's really easy to brush them, and it won't be that long. Typically, you want it's typically it's like a daily. It's like daily or just once a month, typically like that. Uh, training. They're they're really good at training, and they can also. That's it. <laughs> All right, thank you, Gabby. Um, now I think it's my turn for the King Charles Spaniel. So the King Charles Spaniel is in the toy group, and it's usually about 12 to 13 inches to the withers, like the shoulders is what uh, people would commonly know them as. They weigh around 13 to 18 pounds, and they have a long, sleek, silky coat with feathering ears, feet, chest, and tail. They come in four different variety colors, including like tricolor, Benhelm, I'm pretty sure is how, Blenhelm, uh, which is a red and white, a ruby, which is like a reddish brown with white on the chest, and then just the black and tan. Uh, they live 12 to 14 years, and they're very playful, affectionate, patient, graceful, sociable, and gentle. They're not hypoallergenic, and they're originally from England. Um, the King Charles Spaniel is very affectionate and friendly to both kids and pets. So great family pet. Uh, it does need to be played with and, uh, has a very high energy level. Uh, it's very, very trainable, pretty intelligent, and it barks and sheds eh, a good amount. Um, the King Charles Spaniel is a, uh, breed that has been long associated with Nobles and royal, uh, the royalties in Europe, particularly England, from as far back as the 17th century. At this point, the dogs were more widely known as toy spaniels, and their appearance could vary somewhat. They were extremely popular with King Charles I and his son, King Charles II, which is where their name kind of developed. Um, King Charles II was said to be so bestowed with these dogs that he decreed that they were allowed in any public building, including Parliament. Uh, a ben- Bl- Blenheim color variant was named as a result of the passion of the first Duke Maribolo, <laughs> John Churchill, and his wife uh, had for, for these dogs. They had many dogs of the breed in their home and the Belham Place.
it's kind of where they live. Queen Victoria also loved this breed, and her Caliphate King Charles Spaniel Dash was described as her closest childhood companion. During Victoria's era, these spaniels began to cross, uh, to be crossed more with the flatter-faced companions from Asia, such as the pug and the Japanese Japanese chit. Uh, this led to the development of the first English choice spaniel, which is confusingly known as the King Charles Spaniel in the United Kingdom. Um, in the 1920s, breed enthusiasts enthusiasts began working towards the realization of look from look of the spaniels from King Charles II and the Duke of Morabolus time. This led to the de- development of the breed we, that we know today. The American Cl- Kennel Club officially recognizes the breed officially recognized the breed in 1995, but since then it has continued to grow in popularity. And then in 2018, it was ranked as the 18th most popular breed in the AKC, American Kennel Club. Um, The King Charles Spaniel loves uh, to cuddle on the sofa. That doesn't mean it's a couch potato. Uh, Although this is a toy breed, this um, Pup still enjoys the benefits of plenty of exercise and all. Um, you do need to brush it very well about maybe once every two days or so. Um, especially the ears because that's where it can get matted the most. Um, this dog should be walked about 30 to 60 minutes every day. Um... And if you like to play fetch with the dog, you should do that. Uh, If you walk the dog for half an hour, then try to do something else active with the dog for the next half hour. Um, So if you're looking for a dog that has low-maintenance grooming, this is not the breed for you. Uh, The dog's feathery ears and feet definitely need to be groomed a lot. Um, And yeah... The King Charles Spaniel is usually eager to please, so they're very well-trained, easy to train, and they're motivated by food. Um, the King Charles Spaniel has some health problems. Um, so some of them that this breed is associated with is heart disease, syringomela, syringomelia, something like this, that SM for short, Uh, and they have joint problems and eye problems, unfortunately, Um, and then the King Charles Spaniel can cost anywhere around $750 to $2,500, it depends on where you're going, uh, adopting or buying this dog from, but yeah, that's all for the King Charles Spaniel. Now we have dog stories. Does anybody have any stories you want to talk about our dogs or cats? Cause, like, no. Bored. Uh, I guess I could do a few things on Olaf. Um, let's see. So, as I have mentioned, Olaf is not exactly the perfect image of a golden doodle when you think of them. He is absolutely insane. Um, and... Yeah, he does some weird things. Never once have I seen him drinking from the toilet, but I know he eats everything in sight. Um, He's a master at stealing things, 
And he barks a lot as that barking in the background clearly demonstrates. Thank you, Olaf. I don't need any more of that. Um, Today went over to see the dogs, and since my dog is so big, he can hold him like this, and he's just so fluffy. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <sighs> um, so yeah, and then if you heard like a scratching noise earlier, well, I was going. That would be Serena scratching at my closet. Um, yeah, I think that's all for this episode, right? Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for uh, listening to Top Breed Dogs, and we'll see we'll see you back here next week with more dog breeds. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.